As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Majestic Detail. At Majestic Detail, they correct, protect, and reflect your vehicle. And you can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Detail Majestic. First responders always receive a 15% off discount. And you can find Majestic Detail at 5882 East Fancher Creek Drive, Fresno, California, 93727. And ask for Paul. Hey, tell him WAYT sent you. I used to think about immature things, you know, like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you going to call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? <laughs> hey, uh, today's episode is also brought to you by LaCroix. Um, today I am drinking Raz Cranberry. Um, and I actually just bought another 12-pack at Vons a little while ago. Nice. Um, I probably drink about six of these a day. And you know, that's actually kind of pricey because one 12-pack is like, they're two for nine. So do the math with that. That's more than one case of a 24-pack of water, mm, the that's bottles. That's too much math for me. I was trying to figure it out on the spot. I couldn't do Same. it. Same. Um, so... Yeah, thank you, LaCroix, for making my days that much better and that much brighter. And uh, that much more refreshed, huh? Ooh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's everything been since the last uh, pot the podcast? <sighs> wow, it feels like it's been a month since we've last recorded. Just a bit, just a bit. Ironically, um, that it feels like a month, even though you were out of the house. Uh, oh yeah, I was there. Yeah. I wow. Pff, oh my god, I forgot yeah. I was there. Um, first of all. Today, hey everyone, welcome to episode, yeah. what is it, 159, one plus five plus nine equals 15. 27, oh. and um, welcome to episode 159 of What Are Your Thoughts, today is May 12th, mm -hmm. 2021, mm -hmm. holy crap, almost midway through the year, 7.03 yeah. p.m., and we're coming to you live from Fresno, California. I've got my LaCroix with me, um, I've got my HP laptop. And um, you name everything that's <laughs> next to you in the room. Got my shoes next to me. Uh, so some uh, product placement. Have you been feeling the effects of the gas shortages? I have not, and I really, uh, I hope to God, 
people don't start doing that stupid shit here. Mm. But you know mm. what? I wouldn't even be surprised if they did. Um, I think at this point, just with the footage that I've seen of people panic, um, hoarding gas in plastic bags and in um, tubs, plastic tubs, I think I'm ready to go um, to Mars. I think I'm ready to get out of here well, because I have zero faith in humanity. Where does the gas shortage come from? So, um, who invented the gas shortage? <laughs> who invented it? So there was a cyber attack. Um, by what are they called um are they called dark side yeah dark side so they're a russian hacking group and they hacked all the gas stations um they hacked colonial is it colonial pipeline um this is an oil company i'm assuming so never heard of it um until a few days ago i'm very curious how does one hack an oil company you know what i don't know but exactly what are you hacking that maybe you're hacking the uh, prices their infrastructure um, but what exactly is the infrastructure of an oil company? So, then? like their system, you could say, like but that. What is, the, what is that system until, like, I, like, okay, for example, like, let's say if someone were to hack a, so, a bank, okay. you're obviously messing with the finances of certain individuals. But when you're hacking right. a, a oil company, what do you like? So you'd be ha- hacking like the maybe oil? their clients. That you're hacking whoever you uses Colonial pap- Pipeline, which I don't know. We'll say Valero. Sir, Valero. Valero <laughs> Vallejo, as they call it. Um, I don't know. We'll say Shell. Mm. I don't freaking know. Um, AMPM, Arco. Shout out to First and Tulare. <laughs> Do you think uh, <laughs> Colonial Pipeline has any relations to the Bushes? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, really quickly, though, if I'm not mistaken, was it Solar Winds? Solar Winds. I th- I think that was had something to do with some sort of hacking thing too. Um, this was what a few months ago, but if I'm not mistaken, I know a hospital was attacked um, through you cyber know attack. cyber yeah. attack. Um, a hospital. There was something else too, and that made the news. I think this was we'll say like within the last six months. So um, it seems to me like um, cyber attacking is getting more sophisticated. Well, it's becoming more prevalent. I'm glad you brought up cyber attacks, and we're going to stay on the gas uh, shortage. But I'm glad you brought up cyber attacks just because I, I seen a headline that said mm-hmm. uh, TikTok isn't going to be allowed in any government offices. And I believe that is – Well, probably because um, it's China – Yeah, I would say it's very successful. Well, I think it was the Russians who were trying to, ha- trying to hack it, but – Oh, I thought it was China. Well, I mean, it could be. Or you know, maybe I, you're right. Both. I don't. Maybe it was yeah, yeah. Russians that were trying to hack it, but uh, I firmly believe that's because they know that okay, like whoever has TikTok in the government office, your shit's like probably going to get hacked, and they don't want any government information like getting leaked. Right. Like if a regular civilian were to get their shit hacked from TikTok, I mean, nothing's really going to change. If a, a government official gets their shit hacked, I mean, I'm sure they're giving up the nine eleven mm-hmm. uh, info. Um. Right. So. Yeah, I, I've just seen, like I said earlier, footage. Of, so I think from what I heard on the radio today, um, what was it? Um, and this, this, oh, gas station, this gas shortage is only affecting certain parts of America, right? Like Correct. The world or this, just America? No, I guess just like what, south, the east, east side, east coast. I heard southeast. I don't even know what the hell that the is. Southeast of America? Yeah. Just half of the United okay. States, I guess. Um, and so what I heard today, I think per gallon, it was like over six bucks. Oh, wow. So yesterday, speaking of gas, I went to they, Valero. They raised up. They were raised up here. I saw them at four bucks. Yeah, yeah. I went to Valero yesterday, 409 yeah. per gallon. That's for the cheapest one. It's I p- really quickly, I put in $20. 
I usually fill it up all the way, but I said, screw that. I'm just going to do 20. I literally only got five gallons of gas. Uh, this should tell literally. You, this should give you some perspective on uh, how uh, feeble my, my brain is. So when I had my <laughs> Civic, I would put like 10 bucks in or 20 bucks in, and it would, for the most part, give me a good like mm-hmm. tank of gas. When I got the Fit, which was some years later, I would put the same amount in, but I would get less gas in. I, my dumb brain the entire time, like, yeah, like with the Civic, I was getting a lot better gas, but with this Fit, like – it's like for some reason I can't I don't fill it up the same not knowing that gas prices are just rising. <laughs> <And> oh my <laughs> and goodness! Everybody Isaiah. I would come across wow. that would ask me about the car I would tell them the same thing they'd be like yeah how do you like the car compared to the Civic and I'd be like yeah like it, I like it better but the <laughs> Civic it, got, it gave me way better gas <laughs> and oh I didn't and I literally didn't put two and two together until probably about uh, let's say two years ago or a year ago until I didn't have <laughs> either of the cars. But for 100% of the time I had both those cars, I was seriously convinced that it was the fit. That I was like, uh-huh. maybe it's just this car that is like bad on gas. But I was like, oh, wait, no. They're actually oh, wow. But, um, that really shows how feeble your yeah. brain is. Speaking of feeble minds, uh, the mask mandate. The mask mandate. I, you had some um, uh, interesting takes about that before we started the episode. Oh, um, oh, I just wanted to say one more thing about the whole gas thing. Mm. Um, just about cyber attacks. I feel like... Um, This is going to be the new norm. If it isn't already, this is just the beginning. And I think that um, other countries, which are our adversaries, are going to be um, definitely, you know, just doing more cyber attacks. And really quickly, I keep hearing on the news that um, the United States said a lot of companies just are not prepared for cyber Mm, attacks, which to me, if this isn't like. If a this, warning. I mean, come on, like you really companies really should be more um, defensive and proactive when it comes to um, cyber attacks. Maybe we all just need Norton installed in uh, <laughs> or all, McAfee. All our <laughs> remember, um, remember the free virus software that just showed you like what sites were had viruses or not. I actually like that one where it just I remember on your old Dell laptop, I downloaded the free virus software and it would just show you. You the downloaded that on mine? Yeah, the free one. Cause I, the Norton and the McAfee cost. This is like when I'm like 12. Uh-huh. And it would just show like the green check mark if it was like a good website to go on and like the red X, like don't go on that website. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say, well, adversaries, I still have trouble with that word. So those are people that are on our side. No, those so are people who are not on our side. So okay, so that good thing I asked. I've used definitely used adversaries as people that are on our <laughs> side. <laughs> those so, are our allies. Uh, Okay, so just so, so the way yeah. I think of it as um, if you have a lot of adversity in your life, Smart. you know Smart. that's, Smart. Um, that's negative. Right so allies. so all eyes on me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing though was yeah. uh, I think this is where anonymous needs to kind of step up. I mean, they were the ones that were like leading mm. the, the cyber attack charge. I would say ten years ago, and, I and they're probably like, you guys are on your own <laughs> you now. Like we it? try to help you. Uh, I would say this is. A probably a good opportunity to have a VPN come and do a <laughs> ad deal with us because there I, go ahead. Well, I've I've often thought about shout out to my homie uh, Nate Keo. He had a VPN in high school, and I really didn't know what it was. Okay, you know what? I I just know, oh man. There's always an ad on KMJ yeah, for VPNs yeah. or a Express VPN. VPN. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Express VPN. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, and maybe um. What is this colonial pipeline? Th- they could have used Express exactly. VPN. So, so put you know. promo code uh, WIT <laughs> at, at checkout, get 30% off uh, your VPN. But essentially, it's just uh, it, it changes your IP address. So let's say if whatever the IP address in this wa- this room that we're in right now, if we had mm-hmm. a VPN, it would disguise it as something that's in like uh, Jerusalem or something like that. Just so people who are hacking you 
they're not going to have access to your IP address or it'll be to some either fake IP or just some completely different IP that isn't yours. Really quickly, so you mentioned Jerusalem. We'll talk about <laughs> that after. Really quickly, did you happen to catch SNL? Because I mentioned Mars earlier. No, so. I didn't, but I heard the backlash from it, and I did kind of see Really? The, backlash? Well, I think a lot of people were, I don't want to say disappointed, but they're maybe frustrated with Elon Musk's performance or just so, not satisfied. Okay, so I saw his opening monologue, like half half of it. Is he what? It was a good. Mm. I, I didn't see any. I didn't even see, like, a... A second of a skit that he did. I mean, I guess he did the best he could. He did announce that he had he has Aspergers, which I'm still not. I don't it, know. It's it. They, I, at, from my knowledge, they recently lumped that in on the spectrum of autism. Correct. So mm-hmm. it is just a lower form of autism. I believe it's a little bit more, um, just manageable form of autism. I think uh-huh. back when people, I think back when, uh, met, like certain things in the medical field and just certain things in science weren't as uh advanced as they are now i think they that's what they called it back they they used it they use the term asperger's now they just they put it all together on the spectrum of autism so he i guess you could say uh elon musk has a very mild form of autism okay you could say that okay but it's just form they'll use the term asperger's instead um i wish it had two s's instead of one um because i want to call it asburgers anyways um so i saw yeah the monologue it was whatever um i saw the skit he did with um miley cyrus is in it too Mm, mm. it was um called what chad the astronaut or something uh what's his name pete davidson Mm. he does he has a recurring character called chad it's pretty like a douchebag pretty much well yeah but he's he's like he doesn't care about anything he's like okay Whatever. Well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so he goes to Mars and um, he dies. Um, but that's when <laughs> El- <laughs> that's when skit. Elon Musk seemed like he was at his most comfortable because oh, he was like in, in the element. command center yeah, and yeah. he seemed like he wasn't playing a character. Like it was just Elon yeah. Musk. Didn't he dress up as like a bee? Or didn't uh, he dress up like in a mascot outfit or something like that? Or I saw in, like a, in SNL. I saw a thumbnail where he was dressed up like in some yellow outfit or some yellow costume. Oh, I could if, be wrong. if he did, I have no idea because I only saw that one skit. Um, but well, he seemed very relaxed and natural in that skit. So out of so. A ten, what I, what would I give yeah, that skit? Just him as a, a special guest, <laughs> the entire. Well, I only ethic. saw him as a person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only saw that one. Um, off that one skit maybe what the can you that skit i wish it were longer i'll give that a 10 his his a 10 out of his, 10 hold on, hold on. <laughs> wow. his ability his his um you know acting ability. his range as an actor right because there really was no acting it was just him um okay. so i'll give that a 10 okay. um yeah so to speak on uh the macro perspective of snl I know I'm sure you've heard uh, the complaints about SNL, I guess, over the last too decade. Too political? Well, not too political, funny. but not funny, and yeah. I think just stale. Like, it's too woke. Well, I, a- and, yeah, it's kind of stale. That would probably yeah, be the best yeah. term I could use, stale. A, how, what do you think has caused that staleness? And B, what do you think, it, like, do you think it's going to change, or do you think SNL is just going to keep going down? Um, the, You know what? Yeah, I sometimes I think, man, maybe it's time to – kind of retire this show already although um i i watch it you know uh, i'll say out of all (laughs) every sunday when it comes saturday Saturday out out of every season i probably 
watched like 30 seasons. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I meant recently, recently, without, within the last few years. Mm. I've watched like 75% of the episodes. So you can say I'm an avid SNL watcher. Um, I mean, it is it is very political. Um, it's super political, which if you like politics as someone like myself does, then you can appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked when Alec Baldwin was Trump. Is, or it, when is it well written, though? Um, like, do you I find mean, yourself being imp- impressed by the actual content, or are you just like, oh, like it's it's a good joke, or oh, that's mildly oh, okay. Funny. So you know what? I'll say the political stuff. Yes, I like. Okay. Um, okay, when Dave Chappelle was on there, and then they had him be um the the Allstate guy, and mm, then they had mm, uh mm-hmm. Pete Davidson as Count Chocula or whatever, and then uh. What's his name? Kenan Thompson mm. was Uncle Ben, and then Maya Rudolph was uh, Aunt Jemima, and they were all what was it like being canceled or not mm. being canceled, but I get what you're being to, yeah. replaced yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so that was funny. I thought that was funny, and it was very relevant Clever. to pop culture right now. So I thought that like that was well written. But there's other stuff like there's been other skits where they're in the classroom mm. and it seems like that was probably written in five, ten minutes. And it was just yeah. So like I can't even remember what it was. I just I, remember yeah. them being in a classroom. And I'm like, uh, there's, really? a was that nest- the, there's a lot of skits. There's a lot of skits. Yeah. In the and classroom. those are not funny whatsoever. <laughs> so <laughs> I will say out of like the 15 skits that they have on there maybe five of them are funny and the rest of them are just kind of like meh. I think that's exactly know? the same thing Family Guy said. I, I believe uh, Family Guy said when you're watching SNL, uh, like a couple of the skits are like actually really good, yeah. but the rest of the stuff is like, eh, it's just whatever. Yes. So what do you think? Needs to change? Yeah, what do you think is going to improve you, that? I don't know because aren't a lot of the um, the cast members, aren't they writers as well? Some or they're of them. Uh, they're writers first, and then they go on to being I cast believe, I think Seth Meyers falls under that, okay. where I think he is a writer and an actor mm. on there. If you still, I don't think he can, Does he act on there still? Mm, no. Uh, no well, I believe at the time when he was acting, he was writing on oh, there as yeah. well. Same um, thing with Tina Fey. Yeah, she was a writer, and uh, then, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it, it's just it's run its course already. Same with um, the Allen show. That's oh, finally being yeah, asked I, I after on there. 19 years. Oh, do you think that was a like decision that she was like ready to do or do you think she was kind of just like you know what it that this is what the masses want kind of like you know how things like it was like the combination of people not really being fans of ellen like they used to well, also with the climate that we're in it's like right the, the perfect combination of like you know it's not gonna work so anymore. i w- i was watching um he's on youtube his i've mentioned this before his name is 16 leo mm. and um i told you is that a zodiac sign <laughs> So that was a serious question. No, it's not. Why is he called that? I have no Maybe idea. Why does he name? call himself that? I no, I don't think his name is sixteen Leo underscore. His his government name is sixteen. I've, his name could just could be Leo or Leonardo. Okay, we'll say Leo. I don't. Or lion. Uh, whatever. Um. Anyways, I watched sixteen Leo, and um, I was listening to his um his thing on Alan, the Alan show. Um, this came out I think like five or six months ago. And pretty much he was saying, like, why is this show still on? And he was just giving, um, you know, playing previous mm. – um, why can I think of the word? Skits or just yes. the content from the so Ellen, Ellen show. So when she first came out 19 years ago wow. versus recently, like, you can tell the difference. She just seems like she's not enthused. She seems like when she when, when she's that. about to tell the jokes or when she is telling her jokes, she's just – 
like it's to like, me, yeah, she feels I, like okay, yeah. I'm ready to get this yeah. over with. And like I it's was very much like punchline yeah, setup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're so saying. So I was like, uh, setup punchline. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, she seems like she's over it. I mean, after 20 years, she's been it, on since 2003. Yeah, I was gonna say 20 years and essentially being what 15 years of being the top. Right. Like, number one, essentially, talk show host in, in the morning Day- slot or well, the daytime slot. Or just yeah, maybe daytime. Overall. Um, really quickly, did you see the the video? I don't know. For torturing those dogs? Is that real? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, I, I think this was maybe last year or the year before, within the last couple of years. So, you know how I guess she has, like, a store of merch, obviously. That. Oh, like, well, her, I didn't well, know uh, her own <laughs> merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought there was, like, an Ellen Gap. An Ellen Gap. So there's a store with her, you know, her merch or whatever. And so um, this woman, you're only supposed to take like one free item. Or like you can take multiple items, but I think only one item of this, one yeah, item of that, yeah, not yeah. multiple of the you same. You can't take 10 of the lotions. Correct. Or and so th- everyone's on camera, right? And so this woman. Um, she takes like a, another item for her sister who couldn't make it. So she tells the woman next to her, like, Shh, like you know, you didn't see me do this or whatever. Okay, so then <laughs> like great thieves do, <laughs> let the other people in the store know they're stealing. So then, um, Ellen puts her on blast Is in front of the ho- within the last couple of years. Oh, wow. puts her on blast all over. You know, the whole while she's in the audience with everyone <laughs> else, and then they show what she's doing on on the. Screen so everyone yeah. can see it. so ellen calls her out everybody hold your purse yes <laughs> and she pretty much says you know like you stole but saying it like in a funny Tongue way in cheek. and like we're not supposed to do that you know and then that woman's like okay like yeah. you know you can tell she's embarrassed she's visibly embarrassed but i a- mean i i was just like okay ellen like honestly i don't have a problem with that only because ellen didn't like conjure up some like scenario where she like right the woman, yeah like, yeah she you're stole, right so the, I mean, the repercussions like kind of are like they are what yeah, they are yeah you know what you're right and in the you're grand right, scheme of right. would you rather be publicly publicly embarrassed or go to jail oh shit and i didn't even think of that mm-hmm. to be even gr- grand schemier does anybody even really remember that happening her, I mean, it's all over YouTube. Like well, I'm saying if you ask a big, I'm sure if you ask a big Ellen fan, they'll probably say, "Oh yeah, I remember when that girl got." Yeah, but not like regular. Like the average yeah, yeah, person yeah. walking around, I'm sure they don't even. I didn't even know that it had that happen. Right, right. You're right. I a part of me was like, okay, you know what, Ellen's right. But then another part was like, damn, like did it's you em- have to <laughs> call her out? That definitely is embarrassing. That definitely is something that we're. If you're Ellen, you're like, is that even necessary? Like, does she even have to do that? But at the same time, it's like you you stole from me. Especially when I'm already giving you free stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but anyways, yeah, I think it was a good run. And I guess, too, a lot of people are like, well, um, Alan preaches, you know, to be kind. And she's not kind herself. And she's mean. And um, she, I, I was watching old um, clips of Alan, the show, um, where she kind of, like, outed Mari- Mariah Carey. I think she had a miscarriage. Mm. And Did that actually happened. Yeah. And okay. so like she kept pressuring Mariah to reveal that she was pregnant. And I don't think she wanted to reveal because she had a miscarriage. Mm. And so I think it kind of made I think Mariah Carey uncomfortable. Well, she was uncomfortable, but I think she ended up saying she either lost the baby 
or something like that. But you can tell Mariah Carey did not want to reveal that because obviously it's private. She doesn't want to say that. So and Ellen was doing that like for views or what? What do you think the reason for Ellen? Well, was, like, I mean, you can't have a boring interview, right? <laughs> so <it's> I'm not <laughs> saying that I would do that. I'm just saying. OK, and I'll, I'll, I'll rebut, rebut that by saying, isn't it Ellen's job to kind of keep it somewhat tasteful yeah and, and exactly and that's why people are saying well she's hypocritical because she's always saying to be kind and here she is like being mean to celebrities how long ago did this happen oh this is when she was still with nick cannon so this is when when he had her the butterfly tat on his mm, back of her name i wish someone ass. would do that for me with the big ass mariah with glasses on the back of his face <laughs> Instead uh, of the wings, just do the lenses on the side. Well, we're keeping it political here. Uh, I thought you might like this. So this is from uh, Ask Reddit. Uh, user Nismo Geo asks, So America, how's life under Joe Biden going? I mean... No comment? I... Uneventful? I don't, I don't want to say it's uneventful. Um, I keep hearing people say like, oh... The border crisis has gotten worse under him, which I don't think that that's necessarily true. I feel like the border crisis has always so, been pretty shitty. However, I believe Joe Biden has been telling people of Southern America, um, South South America, um, to come on over as kids, like come on over. And I don't think that that's smart because you think that's you a trap. Like he's telling them, come on, come on over, and we're going to put you in those camps. I mean, if you're a conspiracy theorist, that's not I me mean being a conspiracy. I'm thi- I'm o- only reason is because they don't. If 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 both parties, Democrat and Republican, were both putting those kids in cages, because that was happening with the previous president's term. I don't want to point any names because right. we all we love them. I still love the former president, not Trump, <laughs> the one before that. Uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, Obama was. Those were used use for adult men. Well, but I'm not just saying children. the idea of them still existed. Correct. So, regardless, since they were being used with Democrats and Republicans, mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be too far fetched to say there's a possibility that Joe Biden could just be saying, "Hey, come over," and it's not as it's not like uh, what it, that could be very much too good to be true. Like, hey, just come over, and we're just going to treat you like everything's good. Mm, I'm not, okay. To me, that doesn't seem like even really a conspiracy theory. It just seems like po- well, po- okay, politicians well, being like conniving. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, I, I think I get what you're saying. So he, okay. He's saying I, like, hey, come right, over, but right. in reality, you're coming to a place where there's a lot more than just what you're expecting. I feel like mm. when people are coming over, they're expecting, oh, shit, like I have an opportunity to live my life now. In reality, I feel like he's telling them to come over and it's like, okay, well, you still have bullshit to deal with. Yeah, you're just okay. In America. Yeah, um... I, yeah, I just think that whoever is making these immigration policies, um, perhaps they're not the smartest because or the most compassionate. I would say. Well, I don't think it's a level of intelligence. I think it's just a level of these people are looking at immigrants as subhuman. Yes. So I don't think that. Well, I mean, I guess well, that could fall under. What What I'm saying is because, from my understanding, the administration was telling people children, yeah, telling children to come over that it's yeah. okay to come over unaccompanied. By their parents. That sounds like a setup. Uh, that sounds like right. honestly like a. Like and a setup. so, that's why I'm saying the smartest policies are not being put in place because 
why would you ever tell children yeah, 18 or under to come cross the border alone? Yeah, yeah. Why? That's not smart. I would never send Olivia. No matter. I mean, I've ne- thank God we aren't in that aren't in that predicament. But it just doesn't seem the right only to send can, your children only alone. The only I can think of is they're looking at the children as, oh, there's no possible possible way that any of these children can cause us any harm. So, like, there's not really a risk factor. Whereas with an adult, there's I, I think they're looking at it as there's a risk factor of we don't – there's like a – we don't know what could happen if we bring an adult person. Well, um, I just um, heard of a story. It came out yesterday, I believe. Um of five girls ages 11 months to, I believe, seven years old. They were found, if I'm not mistaken, in Texas. They had crossed the border from Guatemala. I believe Guatemala. Okay, that's a far-ass trek. Guatemala to Texas, I believe. Um, Obviously dehydrated. It's like, what, 100 degrees. Um, I believe one of them was naked. The 11-month-old, she was crawling. Um, They were saying that they were starving, um, and they were by themselves. And so thankfully that um, I think it was a farmer, um, he said he has been living there since, like, the 40s. He has his own land, and he's never experienced anything like that as far as um, immigrants coming over. You know, and I that get, I, that is a very that's a sad situation. I'm speaking more towards. Uh, I just think generally they're telling the kids to come over because right. they don't think they view the kids as any sort of threat. So I think regardless of the ages what they're coming over, I just I, think they uh-huh. I don't think they view kids as a threat. I think they view adults as some sort of threat. I see, marks okay, that. I see what that's you're more saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I think I think we're just talking about two what I'm just right trying there. to say is that if you are telling kids it's okay to come over and they're not even, they're not adults. I mean, what, what kind of a service are you doing for them? Well, that's why I said it was a setup. Right. I and mean, I think you actually questioned that at the beginning. <laughs> you had questioned why, why, why <laughs> okay, I would okay. think that. Because it was a setup. when you, when you, when I hear the term setup, I just think like, what do you mean by that exactly? Like set up for what? For whatever the, whatever the reason they want these kids over there, over they're, uh-huh. they're telling them to come over here for a reason. They're going to paint it as they're trying to give these kids freedom, but Correct. I don't think that's, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think so either. So I don't know the setup, but I'm just <laughs> thinking there is a setup going okay, on. I, like, I, I, there is okay. something fishy going on. Uh, huh. I wonder, I, and to me, I don't know if it's even anything fishy. I just feel like the administration, they're not making the best, um, choices when it comes to their immigration policies well and, and that to me and that maybe i'm wrong because well, no, 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 i'm no, no, not no. in the the biden that admin so falls in line with my thinking of it's a setup usually when things are done half-assed it's usually because there's either a the person doesn't really care or b there's some things in the background that are really kind of like holding things together i i think what it is is that they're they're trying so hard to show we're so opposite from the trump administration we want everybody to come in you see how um trump and and his administration put all of these kids in cages we're going to be the opposite and we're going to tell all of these kids to go ahead and come on over all of you know come on over by yourselves you don't even need your parents with you and we'll give you a better life however 
are they really going to be given a better and life? That's, that's I don't know if it has anything to do with their being set, them being set up. No, that's exactly what it is. Because or actually, I just yeah, think because why else would they be doing that? What, I just what, think what, that they're they're trying so hard to be the opposite so of the Trump that, administration that, that they're doing. The American this. government is so the Biden administration, which is a part of the American government. Correct. You think that the Biden administration is so not proactive to the point where they're gonna. They're going to do something as large as say, hey, all undocumented immigrants, come over here and not have a plan for them. You think they're just going to say that? It's all about politics. They're just playing politics. It's all for the optics. But what I'm trying to say is even with it being for the optics, I don't see a situation where they're telling everybody, hey, come over here. And they're like, okay, we don't know what to do now. I could see that. To me, that's just as likely as they're being a setup because it's it's like on on one end, there's people that are – purposely like on, on one side of the argument it's okay i don't necessarily know if these people are going to purposely deceive their own citizens or another country citizen that's one side of the argument the other side would be i don't know if this government actually is thinking ahead like that you i just I'm trying think to say? that I'd they like don't both. have a comprehensive plan in place i think maybe that's what and it is i would the only reason i disagree with that is because think about it we're talking about the american government the American government not having a comprehensive plan in place is that is like an oxymoron. That wouldn't make sense. If there's if there's a comprehensive plan in place for when aliens come, what makes you think there's not a comp- comprehensive plan for something that's actually taking place here? So on then, Earth? what would be the end game? That's what I'm. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm trying to figure I, out. There, I don't. I don't. I think the end game, honestly, if we're ta- if we're looking at it from setup from a setup perspective, this can be. I honestly don't think it is a conspiracy theory because this is my first time having this discussion. I feel like conspiracy theory is something that you got to really think deep into. I, this is not something that is like has been striving in my brain. I think the <coughs> setup is what can we do to not weaken the Southern America uh, society, but what can we do to kind of create this system or what can we do to kind of create this situation where, where – these kids that are coming from Mexico are now dependent on the American government. Because how else are these kids that are coming over from Mexico, how else are they going to be able to survive other than being dependent on whatever government services are So do you think it's like what, like a slave labor not type necessarily thing a slave, or what? Not necessarily that, but I believe there is some sort of incentive to separate a kid. Especially if the American government is doing it, I believe there is some sort of incentive to separate the children from their parents because if they were really trying to be different don't you think they would tell everybody like say hey all your entire family can come we're not just the kids Mm. the reason why they're probably telling only the kids is because i don't think they view the kids as a threat i think they view an adult illegal immigrant whether you're from fucking jerusalem or from mexico i believe i generally think they can i think they look at those people as threats so they're like hey you guys stay over there and we'll get you guys figured out like later, later next year or something and we'll get the kids figured out right now i think they're doing that to somehow maybe like like weaken how, how do you weaken a society or how do you weaken a any sort of civilization it, it usually comes from within they're already kind of doing that by separating the kids from the parents i feel like if this is just me thinking i feel like if you separate a kid from their parents there's no sort of strength in that family correct Especially right if you, if you make the freaking parents wait five or ten years by a time that if you tell a kid come over at one years old two years old and they don't see their parents their parents till they're 10 you really think they're going to have the same bond as a kid mm. that's been with their parents for the entire 10 years especially right. if it's an american and someone in mexico 
there's an argument to be made that the communication isn't as consistent as a parent that's just living states away. Okay, I I see wh- I see what you're saying, and now I just uh, what I think it is is that the Biden administration is trying so hard to be the opposite of what the Trump administration was, and so they are like, okay, let's have the all these kids come over. It's okay, um, you know, um, Trump put all of these kids in cages, and for us, like, we're gonna. Um, you know, grant them freedom, although they're still ending up in cages. And that's so, that is back to my point of I believe it's just. That's why I'm saying it's all optics. Well, it's optics, but I, it, we're, we, this conversation can right, it really on, can. Yeah, for a long time, <laughs> but it's just. Uh, I guess that that was a good. I guess I could ask the right question if it was. <laughs> it's a good Hold on, really quickly. We were supposed to talk about um like 30 minutes ago about the mask mandate being um. Remove oh. June fifteenth. What are you most excited about? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> well, what are you looking forward <laughs> to that was shut down for the entire coronavirus? That because you didn't leave the house for two years, right? Right. Um, <laughs> I haven't even been working. Um, <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, I'm still gonna wear my mask. I'm. I'll, I'm wait, still I'll definitely wear my mask until they tell me to not wear it. Motherfucker, he's <laughs> telling you to not wear it in a month. Oh, I thought it was this was optional. I thought this was a thing where it was like if you want, if you feel more comfortable taking it off, you're allowed to take it well, off. Well, just just so we'll say, um, you know, gatherings wherever there's gatherings, you don't you don't, you don't have to. Okay. It's not a requirement, correct? So, uh, but if yeah, you were okay. one, you're gonna be fine. Um, <laughs> is that really what? No, imagine that we messed up. Um, no. <laughs> Um, I'm still going to wear one though because there's people who still are not vaccinated, um, I, and I, I mean, obviously they're going off of metrics. That's why June 15th is the proposed date um, because there's obviously some statistics in there. They're using data. Um, this is all coming from science. I would hope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is this isn't just some number that. New scum pull out of uh, his aunt Nancy Pelosi's wig. His aunt but, uh, Nancy. His aunt Nancy. <laughs> now, if I was being a real conspiracy theorist, uh-huh. my mind immediately goes to, hmm, June fifteenth is it a coincidence that the mask mandate is being lifted right at not the beginning of summer because summer doesn't start on June fifteenth. It starts June twenty second, I believe. The first day of summer. I thought it was like in May. The summer solstice. No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. But is it a coincidence that they're lifting up? In the early parts of summer, because they know that's when Father's Day is. Because all the fathers are going to not want to <laughs> wear masks. No, because that's when I think the just us as society we're out more during the summer. We're out buying things. We're out doing things. Usually during the winter time, that's when kind of people just relax and kind of just mm-hmm. wait for the winter. To come. Usually the summer is when everybody's out. My, cons- I'm not saying I believe this, but my conspiracy theory brain goes to hmm. Maybe the people that are lifting this mandate, they have some sort of well, – the people who are in control of the economy are like, hey, you guys need to lift this because if we don't have our consumers out by summertime, the economy is going to be fucked up because oh, they're not buying anything. Oh, okay. You, I, yeah. Now, I'm not, saying, Perhaps, I, I'm not yeah. saying I believe that, but do you think that could be a possibility? Yeah. I mean, especially, too – well, I don't know how long – this date has been um, in effect. Well, how long they've had June 15th in their minds, whoever the scientists are and the governor. Um, but <laughs> the scientists, <laughs> the um, but that that's a good point, perhaps. Um, I just, 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's kind of too soon. Um, I feel Which like I think it is. Too. I didn't know yeah. it really even ended. Uh-huh. I didn't know like the It's not over. That's why that's why the I'm, coronavirus yeah. is never going away. And it's here forever to stay. Um I but yeah, get used to it. But I think it's a little too soon. And you know what? I'm thinking too perhaps because um Governor Newsom is being recalled. Um it's going to be on the ballot to recall him. Mm, I think hmm? he needs to be fixed. He has some broken parts, he needs to be sent back to So factory. I think I think I think one of the fixers may be. You remember the group, the fixers? No. DJ, uh, DJ Quick, and uh, I forgot who the other guy. He was. he was in a group. Uh, I can work with that. Right. That, song? Oh. That, that was him and I believe. Who the, was the other I guy? I can't remember the other guy's name, but it was DJ Quick and somebody else, and I believe their group was the fixers. I, I really, yeah, I, I didn't know that that was the name. I found that out like I want to say maybe a year later. I didn't find out immediately. Maybe like six months later, I like put two and two together. I believe it was on the radio. They announced like, oh, new song by the fixers or. I'm going to have to uh, fact check that and see how Snopes. accurate that is. What? Snopes. Snopes? What's that? You haven't heard of Snopes? It's uh, like it's like a fact checking uh, emporium. I think any everybody I'm goes I'm embarrassed there. that I even question what that. How do uh, I not know that? I believe it's like, let's say if I was like um, the Rome Empire fell in whatever AD and I was uh, gone. You okay, go on okay. Snopes and see if that was Snopes. true or not. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that out also. Um, yeah. So... I'm still going to wear my mask. Probably still going to continue to wear it until next year. Um, and I'm totally okay with that, especially at work because, you know, we have to get up close and personal. Mm, mm. And I don't know who's vaccinated or who's not. Um, so I'm good with wearing mine. Um, yeah. So. Well, I want to transition just to a little bit of our friends in the sea real quick. Friends so in the sea? Yes. Uh, Compton? Or you mean the ocean? The ocean. The okay. literal ocean. The sea. The body. S-E-A. Yes. Not sea. So I know uh, animals a lot of times, we have our love for animals, but I know just in the grand scheme of things, animals aren't the most uh, interesting thing to speak about, especially on a podcast. Really? I Animals are always interesting. I want to know how many times you've come across people in your daily life just talking about animals. Um, well, you know, I think a lot of people do, but yeah, I believe animals, just are animals aren't appre- the conversations. Aren't I was going to say I, the conversation about animals. I don't think it's yeah. had as much as people yeah. just loving animals. However, right. uh, this is a, uh, uh, oh no, here uh, it is. Okay, okay. So, uh, little PSA just for everyone, uh, out there who cares. Uh huh. Dead whale found with 16 kilograms of plastic bag wrappers inside stomach. The cetacean, I believe that's the type of uh, species that is. Okay. A female couvers, sorry, all you whale uh, specialists out there, couvers, beaked whale measuring a little over five meters in length, washed up on a beach in Messanges in southwest France, which is on the Atlantic coast. So I'm pretty much bringing light to this just because at a certain point we're really going to fuck ourselves. And we're I think we're already, well, we already are, past we, that. We already yeah. are, but – I'll give the benef- the benefit of the doubt to us as humans for us fucking ourselves over for the past, like, 20 or 30 years, maybe even 100 years, because I believe there was a lack of education. I think in 2021, mm-hmm. I believe we should all pretty much know not to litter. That's why – sorry, that's why it pisses me off when I see people – filling up their gas tank or they're filling up their plastic bags with, with gas? gasoline. It makes that- you think of the whales. <laughs> It makes me think, like, come on, like, it's 2021. How, well, how, how do you not know that that's 
so dangerous that's, and so asinine. I, you, you are right. That's at a, least put it in a cup. That's <laughs> that's a little different though because they're they're not just waking up one day and like you know what I'm just gonna put gas in plastic bags. They're doing that out of panic. they're being scared. Right. I don't think people are littering or putting trash in the ocean out of panic. I think they're doing it out of just straight a being assholes and b. Okay. I think they're doing that because okay. some of them still yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. thinking about it. However. This should probably just be for our little small community of WAYT heads out there, whiteheads. Uh, <laughs> please stop littering and please yeah. uh, stop throwing your shit in the ocean because you're really you, these are these are these are wild animals, but these are also helpless animals. Correct. They aren't able to literally go and throw that trash out themselves. Right. They're gonna, and, and, they're gonna yeah. feel the effects of that. And um, yeah, it's being put into their habitat, yeah, their exactly. ecosystem. Exactly. And if anyone has ever taken a science class, you will know that we all share we are all yes, symbiotic yes, yes, you know yes. with each other mm-hmm. so we need animals animals need us mm-hmm. we all mm-hmm. need um the each atmosphere other. we need each other we need water blah 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 um so it's pretty basic yeah. um <laughs> and you know what too i see masks discarded everywhere mm, yeah, masks yeah, yeah. Are, and it's like really people like that's so ugly like to just like oh well fuck this and just throw it i see them in parking lots at the park uh sometimes in the parking lot of where i work which will remain um anonymous <laughs> um and it's just like why like why can't you put it in your pocket I, I'm, saying, I'm not gonna lie I, maybe this is me You've not done that a few times the opposite actually the i maybe it's me not being out enough but i haven't seen i've seen masks on the floor but i haven't made the connection that, oh, people are throwing these on the floor on purpose. Yeah. I thought it was one of those things where they just get dropped and they, like, it's like uh, like if you drop your keys or you drop your credit card, you just forget it. I don't think people are, th- like, throwing their credit card on the ground on purpose, literally. Why wouldn't you think that people are doing that? Honestly, because I didn't, it, it didn't occur to jerks. me that, it didn't occur to me, because when I'm looking at the mass, I'm seeing them as an actual, like, we genuinely need them. Like, I wouldn't, go around and just expect to see a bunch of toothbrushes on the floor because like mm, we need those toothbrushes okay, every single day same thing with the mask i wouldn't think that people are just throwing their masks on the floor because we ne- actually right. need those every single but day it would seem like a hassle to have to get a new mask every single day well if they're disposable which oh. many of them are well yeah but i'm saying if uh, yeah i get what you're saying i think too what it is is maybe um i don't know we'll say someone's walking from walking back to their car from a restaurant they know that they're about to go home, and they're like, well, I don't need this stupid mask anymore. And they just toss it, and there you go. I, see, I never – even with the disposable ones, I always thought you could just reuse them. I mean – Like, the, those disposable, the disposable masks are the ones that like doctor masks, right? How long have you been <laughs> – How long have you, have you been reusing those? Uh, the disposable, the disposable yes. ones, I haven't had a disposable mask long enough to really reuse it for an ample amount of time. I To me, the masks are like pencils and chapsticks where – they are like a necessity, but I lose them so often. Where I, like, I've gone through about like fifteen or twenty different masks in the span of however long, and that's not me like using them. That's me losing them. Like, okay. I've lost so well, many masks. Well, I will just say, um, I mean, y- obviously, if you don't have like a large abundance of masks, then maybe, you know, try to save. I'd save all them. of them. I However, I've, ever, I've saved all of them. I've never thrown a mask away. But um, I mean, you sh- if you have disposable ones, you should be. You know, How often though? Because I've got every I've, day. Okay, I've transitioned to the reusable ones, where like the, with the designs on them and the more uh, society friendly ones. Because at first I was using the regular disposable ones. Like, I uh, actually prefer those, but the disposable ones. Yeah, right? I prefer those. Okay. But I've transitioned to like the like I said the newer ones, where like you can use them more cloth. than one. Yes, the cloth ones. Uh, but when I was using the disposable ones, it never occurred to me that to like toss to toss them. I just kept all of them, well, except I would lose them. Yeah, especially too because um. I mean, you, 
of all the sweat that's in them. I mean, but I guess, too, if you – let's say you only wore it once to CVS for 10 minutes. That's, that's – I think yeah. that should be okay to wear a few other times. But, like, if you're – Like working, you probably wouldn't want to yeah, use it. Yeah, well, yeah. Or fair, if you wore makeup, you don't want to yeah. wear yeah. the same one or you should wash it or throw it away. But, um, yeah, but it doesn't surprise me. Going back to the whales, though, that doesn't surprise me that there's a shit ton of plastic or whatever um, that's being in these bellies of these um, creatures um, because people just don't care. You know how much trash, like, I'm sure, uh, or those, the infomercials or the commercials with, like, the, the turtles. Oh, and yeah, I skip those all the time where they're picking the straw at the tur- turtle's nose. Yeah, oh, that scared me. That's real. Yeah. Like, that, that's real. It. Uh-huh, and they eat that stuff you know and that's probably i think and i'm sure this has some truth to it a lot of the um the whales or whatever dolphins um animals in the water what have Mm. you um they're eating that plastic and i'm sure that attributes to their deaths i mean hello imagine if we were eating just chunks of plastic yeah Uh, and they think it's food because they see it's an object floating in the water yeah and maybe by the time they realize, oh shit, that's not food. It's already in their in their system. So you know, not even to sound like a like a hippie or to sound like one of those guys. What's that's the, like I you know really quickly? I hate that. What's so wrong hippie? with selling sounding well, like a hippie? I personally preface What's things so wrong by with saying that? that is because when I pe- know that's so stigmatized. Well, I was gonna say because when people th- th- there's a, I, just me going through life, I I learned that when you say certain things, people automatically put you in a box. Right. So. <laughs> Have you heard of Man in the Box by Alice in Chains? No. Is you it a good should. Song? It is really good. Is it about a man in a box? Yeah. Um, I'm the man. Doesn't Alice in Chains have in long black box. hair? Uh, Alice in Chains was a group, or is a group. <laughs> um, yeah. The, Ma- the lead singer of Alan, Alice in Chains, doesn't he have long black hair? Um, He's deceased. I think and his hair was blonde. <laughs> okay. Blonde and long. Was it long? Okay, so um, I was right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the boxes people put you. What's Let's his hair blonde? If, Sorry, go on, go if on. If I started every single episode I'm with brown. Uh-huh. Save the Whales, if I did that, uh-huh. people would automatically put me in a box of an environmentalist. Sure, I care about the environment. Sure, I love our fellow animals. However, mm-hmm. I would prefer not to be put in a box of an environmentalist because people, once you are in a box, people automatically believe they have these preconceived notions about you where it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong, it's they believe it so it's true like example if you started the episode every day with oh i love my daughter i would be like shut the fuck up bitch i, well, I would pe- hope you did well i think people would put you in the box of oh you're just a mom pedo you're just no you're just a mom <laughs> okay. and would that be fair to describe mariah as just a no mom? because obviously you're putting you're me more, in a box you're more than just i'm a mom. more than and just a that's mom that's why right. i have to preface certain things by saying i'm not trying to be a hippie because if i say hey if I if I asked the question, what would the world be like without humans? A certain person might hear that, or a certain group of people might be, a certain group of people might hear that and be like, "Okay, Isaiah, we get it. Like you care about the environment. Like it mm-hmm. might come off as like extra woke or too woke." And I'm not trying to come off as I'm more uh, woke than, than the, the next, next person. person. I'm just right. the regular <laughs> amount of mindfulness. I have just the regular amount of being mindful. That's why I put uh-huh. things like that. But my question was going to be, what would the world look like if and not even necessarily if there weren't humans, but just we weren't so destructive. Like if we were able to – If there uh, were peace on earth? 
well, I guess you can call it peace, but if we were just able to coexist with other living creatures, like let's say if we were able to live in an environment where we didn't have to uh, knock down the Amazon rainforest, mm-hmm. or we didn't have to destroy habitats on habitats. To build Walmarts? To build Walmarts or to build casinos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, Me, I just don't want to ask that question out of, out of curiosity. However, some people might hear that and be like, okay, Isaiah, we get it. You're against capitalism. We get it. You're against blah, and blah. And see, and I don't even think that that makes you against it, capitalism it no, per se. I, I, I think the same exact yeah. thing, but people put you in a box when they hear you say shit like that. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that bothers me because it's like I should just be allowed to, allowed to have interest or have right. these thoughts without mm-hmm. Isaiah, the environmentalist, or Isaiah, the person that tries to be woke. It's just, I'm just asking these questions. It's a fucking podcast. Where the whole point of it is what are your thoughts? So what – do you see a life where humans can coexist peacefully with animals, or, you, or is it just one of those things where, like, it's we would never be able to get out of our own way just um, the way humans are? You know, I think for the most part, most people are able to coexist with animals, but we'll just say in the United States because that's where we currently live. Um, I'll say that. Um, factory farming mm. because it's yeah. such a um, a convenience. It's such a convenience, and you could even maybe say it's such a glamorized industry. Because of that, I'll say that that has skewed people, or yeah. has yeah. skewed, or maybe indoctrinated, warped, warped yeah, um, people's visions on animals yeah, yeah. as just disposable and here for our consumption, which that's not true. Not at all. Because that would be like saying, if the roles were reversed, that would be like saying humans were here for animals consumption. Or humans were here just to work. Correct. And we're and here I, just for yeah. the environment. And that's not true. Um, but I think that, um, I think most people... I think for the most part, people appreciate animals or other living creatures. I think people are scared Mm, of some uh, creatures or um, other animals. But I think for the most part, we'll say most Americans appreciate animals. Uh, But obviously there's some other people that don't. There's a, a decent chunk of those who do not and who think that animals, yeah, are disposable um and that kind of um it's like that you could kind of question that or pose that question when it comes to um um hunting Mm. you know um is is hunting should that even be allowed we'll say excluding um sport let's say it's so that way people can eat Right. And some would say that that's not okay. You know what I mean? um, To me, my argument would be how are you supposed to negotiate with the animal? Like, hey, like, give me your arm and I'll give you like (laughs) an orange or something like that. How Uh else are you supposed to get your if you were living in a a society where we had to hunt for food? How else would you get your food? You can't just eat vegetables for the rest of your life. And some would say that that you're wrong, that um, <laughs> some, really some would say that you're wrong, that we can eat vegetables. And well, that, I'm saying just for nutritional value. I and think some would say that there is as much nutritional value, if not more, in plants than in, in meat. I would disagree with that and only because cavemen, our brains didn't evolve off eating plants. Our brains evolved off cooking and eating meat. And see, some would say that you're wrong. But I'm that's not, not saying wrong. you're wrong that's not, or right. That's actually, I'm just saying but th- but that's right. what I just said right now was actually true, though. That okay. wasn't like something I just made up. So I'm just trying to play devil's advocate but, Okay, here. well, there's playing devil's advocate, and there's purposely, there's purposely disagreeing. 
I think that last would just perfectly I, be I think um I think though that um there's sh- and you know what I love meat I love I went and bought steak today mm. however and I cooked some you, you bomb ass steak last week yes you did but you didn't go out and hunt it yourself you and you know what kill that cow yourself maybe I think if people were to do that there'd probably be a lot less people eating meat I think so because people would be like oh man I can't or it would be an actual hassle to go out and have to yeah. kill a cow every single yeah. time you'd, you'd have probably a lot more meat because you'd be able to. You, you, and like you, for free, you'd be able to, or however, what the cost is to get a bow and arrow or a, or a gun would be. But instead of going and spending ten bucks on a steak for one time or two times, you'd be able to buy or kill a whole cow, and that could probably feed you like for what a couple years, maybe. I don't think you can eat a whole cow for a couple years. I mean, I'm sure you could freeze the parts and let it well, last. I'm yeah, about yeah, in that's one what sitting, I mean. In one no, sitting, no, no, I mean freezing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, really quickly though, Native Americans. They were one with um, their surroundings mm-hmm. and their environment. They killed animals, correct, mm-hmm. because they had to survive. And I don't think it was a malicious thing. I yeah. think it was they yeah. knew that they, the Native Americans, they and their surroundings were one in the same. Or maybe not one in the same, but they had that symbiotic relationship. So I think it was... Um, it wasn't malicious for them to hunt animals because they knew that they had to survive. And I think that maybe they knew that, like, okay, now this animal is, like, a part of me now. That, that you could know? very well be a possibility. My thinking is – I That at, was supposed to, like, relate somehow to well, the conversation. At, at a certain point, even if you don't kill the animal, there's still a possibility that animal could kill you. True, and, and it's not like the yeah. animal is gonna be like, damn, like maybe should I have killed that? Yeah, human? you're right, and so that, and so um, that goes back to like the balance in life, yeah, the yin yeah, and yang, yeah. and I that just think now the like the scale has become so tipped. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. People yes. At a, are these animals that are such a crazy rate? That's a good point. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, before we get to Dutch asking questions, because I have an actual interesting question here, uh, I want to do a little correction. Uh, last week, I had said that J Cole's album was coming out last. Uh-huh week which it was just the single for the or the interlude from the album not the actual album itself the actual album itself is coming out this friday which would be thursday night just wanted to clarify that also okay. dr evil by young nudie coming out this thursday night which one are you more uh, looking forward young to? young nudie yeah between young nudie and j cole so first of all why is his name young nudie uh, that's what i want to know uh maybe if we get him on the show we can ask him okay where is he from atlanta uh paradise to be exact okay um I'm more excited for J. Cole. Okay. Um, I'm not oh, excited I at all. <laughs> did you, uh, you know what? Are, if you, I to pick are you excited for his possible NBA career? He's signing with really? the uh, African team in Rwanda. And a- that's actually pretty neat. Yeah. That's it's definitely so be cool. a uh, environment shock. To say, I won't say a culture shock because Th- he's a black man, but I'll right. say an environment shock coming from a place in America where you pretty much have pretty much have any luxury known to man going to Rwanda, right? I assume that. Yeah. There aren't the same luxuries. I just have right. to assume that. Um, I think that that's really going to change his uh, – not like his perspective mm-hmm. isn't changed or hasn't yeah, changed in life. Yeah. But I think that that's going to be like the ultimate like – Test. Uh, well, that and just like it's going to make him a way better human being. Almost, like totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually really freaking cool yeah. that he even has that opportunity. And um, I think it's safe to say that um, – he wouldn't have had that opportunity hadn't he been successful. Because how else are you gonna? How else are you gonna have the well, finances you, you, to you, even you, do that? You're a million percent right. I, you are 100 percent. Right. I think there's just uh, 
there is an alternate universe where instead of J. Cole being a rapper, I believe he did. Like, I believe yeah. he would have been, in, like, training for the NBA anyway. So I just think that probably still would have happened. However, I believe the situation that he put himself in through his music allowed him to correct kind of get this opportunity. What, um, what's the name of that team? The team, I cannot tell you the team's name, but it is a, I believe it is part of the Afro. I, mean, I, I don't know if it's 100% an extension of the NBA, but it is, an, it is a part of the African Basketball League. Um, number one. That do they is it similar to the NBA? Like you know how uh, well, NBA there's usually like a cap with. Obviously, they want younger there, players. There are similarities and differences uh, in in terms of the inner workings and on the management side of things. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to tell you that, but I just know, uh, for example, um, let's say if a person playing Euro League basketball and a person playing in the NBA, there's a rule in the NBA where you can't. Have your anybody in the key for more than three seconds in the in the uh, European league? You can have that person be in the middle of the key for as long as you want. Uh, I believe the, there's some other like little shit like that, mm-hmm. but there is differences between the NBA and actual uh, overseas leagues. That's very cool. Yeah, oh, good luck to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, luck yeah. to him. Good luck. Uh, That's super cool. This is what I wanted to get into for the just asking questions episode. I recently hold on. Uh-huh. What the fuck does she know about cameras? I recently stumbled upon this Twitter account, uh, Hot Mask and Lemon to be takes. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I think this might be my new favorite Twitter account. Uh, this is uh, April twenty seventh, twenty twenty. So the name's blocked out, so I'm not going to put anybody on blast. However, this woman. Do we know any of these people? No, this is just a random Twitter account. Uh, this woman says, "A grown man craving crab." Lo- Crab legs is gay. I do not care. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. That's so <laughs> dumb. I thought it was funny. But okay, what? Well, and a grown woman craving a grapefruit, she's gay too. I don't think. I think you completely missed it. I think they were looking at it as like. I'm thinking because. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Oh, okay, uh, just I, cut no. that out then. Well, I'm not gonna, Either I'm not way, gonna that's that stupid. I think it was more of seafood and maybe more of a feminine type of meal. I believe that should. I, I believe that's what she's implying that she craves. It'd be like maybe if someone were to say, "Hey, a, a dude craving a Shirley Temple is gay." Or a guy. Uh, when I was watching the interview today, Kim Jong Un yeah. was asking, "What's his name? Skylark, James Franco? If uh, having margaritas makes you gay?" It would be a similar question. It, it would be a similar uh, statement if she was saying a guy craving a margarita is gay. I do not care. At first, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like feel as passionately about it as you did. That makes me mad. It doesn't it, it, make me mad because it's, it's just a statement. I mean, it, it just, and we it, don't know this person. No, either, I know. It just, it makes person. me mad just because that's dumb. Like I. Oh well. Maybe this is the wrong <laughs> just asking questions. I was not expecting this reaction, but uh. I mean, what do you think? It, don't you think that that's dumb? It's just a tweet. I mean, literally, I didn't think it was smart or stupid. I was just like, oh, it's funny. That's the entire reason why I said it because it's funny. Because it's like, there's no correlation between crabs, legs, and sexuality. No, so. I know, but just the fact that that question is even being asked. Okay. And well, I know that there's the people one. who really think that too. Well, okay. Well, that's okay. Well, let's let's see if anybody. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Were there any comments? Uh. Did he, you know, order crab legs? So every man in Maryland is now gay, according to this. Which, if you use me as an example, you would think they were right. Uh, how is okay? So this is more of a, a response item. How is crab not one of the most masculine foods to those pe- to these people? It's a giant bug from the bottom of the <laughs> ocean that we have to use specialized tools uh-huh. to open because it's a carapace. It's car- carapace, I believe. 
for all you crustaceans, please correct me. Uh, its carapace is its skeleton. How is that not an alpha man meal? So he really broke that, down the science behind it. That's a good point. Yeah. He probably feels as strongly as I do <laughs> so about attacked? that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I feel attacked. Okay, well, maybe there's reason for it to be saying because <laughs> somebody says, not gay me reading this at my local Long John Silver's after eating an L6 combo. One fish and four shrimp for lunch. <laughs> Long John Silver's is good. I hope that doesn't make Long John Silver's is good. I used to hate their hush puppies growing up. They're so They're good. good. They're bomb. And, you know, I remember Grandma would eat those nasty – well, I thought they were nasty, the hush puppies back then, but I eat them now and as an adult. They're good with ketchup. And salsa. So yeah. uh, special two for one. So What the fuck does she know about cameras? This is more <laughs> of on the lines of what we were talking about. So, again, by an unknown – this is a woman, but an unknown person blocked out the name, uh, May 12, 2021. As a man, why are you having a birthday dinner? No, that's that's funnier than the first one. And I know really? these are very these are very dumb and these are very like why are you like? Th- but it's just funny that like s- someone with this brain even exists. Like, like as a man, why are you having a birth? That's funny. Really? Okay, next one. All okay. See, this is definitely <laughs> this is definitely a person who's whose brain is warped by the new generation. Okay. I, can't, I don't know if this is a man or woman because Abby is. The Abby is some sort of like bee sting with feathers on its back. A bee sting with feathers on its a back. Beast thing. <laughs> oh, some a sort of thing. bee sting. All okay. men who date women are cucks at this point. Not only will she have you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read the rest of that. So last last one. Women are messed up because the lack of real masculinity. Somebody replies that a man. So a woman says that a man replies that says. Males and females switch traits. Men became more feminine and women became more masculine. Somebody says, by design, protocols of the elders of Zion. <laughs> I did not agree. You know what? I don't even think that it's about women. So can someone explain the correlation? Like, what was the thought process here? <laughs> someone says, like, the process. Thing happens. Libs did it because the Jews. So when he mentions the Zionists, I didn't even. So sorry to our uh, the viewer. We mentioned Jerusalem about three three times in this podcast. Sorry oh to all our uh, listeners. Out I, there, that is so. I don't. I, that I'm just gonna I, look up Zion now and see what right. Jerry Rabbit was. Right <laughs> Please do, and let's talk about it next time. I don't even understand. I don't get that. And there's a lot of people who really believe that it all goes back to the Jews. That's that now that is a completely different discussion than right. uh, what we're having, but that is that's a I, th- I think that's just that's that comes from a culture of racism. Honestly. I think so. I think so. there is a certain element of Jewish people, a lot of Jewish people having prominent positions in media. I, I don't think that's far fetched at all, but to go as far as saying that they're literally trying to take over the world, that I believe comes well, from. Well, hey, it's paid retribution from what they were put through yeah, during yeah. the Holocaust. Or when shit. people deny the Holocaust and say that, that people will say that that, that never even happened. That, that definitely comes from a, a culture of racism. It's comes so from a ridiculous. Right. Before we wrap things up. Uh, Before we wrap things up, I just wanted to uh, mention this. Um, mention it. Sorry, I know I cut you off. <coughs> um, so remember how I – so uh, this would have been perfect to talk about on Mother's Day, but we didn't. 
because it didn't come out until after the episode. So I follow um, Breastfeeding Mama Talk. It's a page on FB. And um, one of the posts was, how do you feel today? I see you. I hear you. And I just wanted to shed light to this. Um, pretty much um, my message is to not settle because – and, and my – um, the, to me, this is what it sounds like if you are settling mm. and it's just really sad because, you know, mom should be appreciated on more Being than just, parents. well, but I, this is pertaining yeah, to okay, Mother's okay, Day. Okay, okay, Excuse okay. you. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of times but, when we speak uh, about moms, we often forget fathers, but you're, in, in the, you're in the, right. Okay. In the context of what you're saying. Yes. 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 Obviously. Yes. Fathers, both parents, parents yes. should be appreciated. Some may even argue fathers. Maybe a bit more because (laughs) fathers get sometimes the short end of the stick or fathers are perceived as they don't know what to do if the mom is not around like they're dumbasses. Sometimes they are. (laughs) However, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Mother's Day moms, women, okay, whatever. Okay, so so like I said, um, so, yeah, how are you feeling or whatever the post is? So these are some of the responses, which are pretty freaking sad. One woman said, cried all day, just depressed. Um, someone else by the name of Nicole said, sitting on the couch, crying with a toddler attached to my boob, wondering why I'm not good enough to be celebrated. Jeez. My middle child wished me a happy Mother's Day. The husband slept till two, <laughs> got up to shower <laughs> for work, and now it's just me. <laughs> And now it's just me and the three kiddos like and, any other and day. And on me on the way out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, That's let's really see. fucked up. Keep going, though. Keep going. Francine wrote, it's Mother's or Day. American Dad. <laughs> it's Mother's Day, and I woke up to not one greeting and continued on with cleaning and running errands. Oh, wow. I feel so unappreciated. It really hurts because I break my back for my family. Like, like a lot. I'll say the majority of moms do. Um... Julie writes, just a normal Sunday, sad face. As usual, my husband did nothing for Mother's Day beyond ask my kids to say Happy Mother's Day to me. I have told him in the past that it would be nice to somehow mark the day as different than just a normal day. Um, sadly, it doesn't translate into action. He doesn't seem to get holidays like Valentine's Day or Mother's Day right. I want to know. I want to interview the guys that woke up on Mother's Day and were like, "Isn't it your birthday or something?" <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Okay, Victoria says just like any other day, nothing different from my everyday life being stuck at home. I swear, ninety-five percent of the comments are like this. They're so sad. So they're so freaking sad. Hold on. Okay, okay, no, no. I would, and so I prefaced it by saying to not settle because I was a settler. Like I was a literal (laughs) literal settler. Settler, settler. At a reservation. Yes, and I know what it's like to have settled with somebody and to have these feelings and it's horrible but the best thing i did was get myself out of it and mother's day was what last week right or mexican mother's day was monday mother's day was this past sunday um and you know what i'm a single mother and what did i do for mother's day i worked Mm -hmm. and then i went and spent the rest of the day with you guys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um i told myself you know what i want a really nice dinner to me in my eyes that was having a nice steak some sort of meat 
and mashed potatoes and whatever that broccoli and cheese fake shit that we had. I really wanted macaroni and cheese, but I in this case, I settled for the broccoli and cheese. So it's okay to settle with the food sometimes, not with the partner. Um, And I said, you know what? (laughs) I really want a nice glass of wine. So I, I had a whole bottle. She had most of it, but I had a nice glass of Pinot Noir. So anyway, so what I said was, you know what? Today is my day and I'm also going to do something nice for my family. So I cooked all of us dinner mm-hmm. and that was Which that. Appreciated. Yes. And so what I'm trying to say is, is that <clears throat> you can be in a shitty relationship or a shitty dynamic and you can continue to settle, which totally I understand that it's hard for women and men. But we're talking about women here. It's hard for some women to leave, whether it's for finances, whether it's because of domestic violence, they're scared, whatever it is. Um, sometimes usually it's because of kids because these women are stay at home mm. moms. They don't have the finances. So many different reasons. Right. But. Sometimes you get to that point to where you're like, I don't want to settle anymore and I want to make myself happy. It's life's too short to keep settling for shit. Right. And so what I'm saying is, is that, you know, it's very disheartening to read these messages or these comments because I was once in the situation settling on my birthday with no happy birthday with a text. Happy birthday for my boyfriend. Okay, so, you know, (laughs) you know what I was thinking about this. This so one time talking about settling, right? Olivia's father and I got into a huge argument. This was in 2017, right? And so for like my whole birthday week, we didn't talk to each other. Well, actually, he stopped talking to me, right? And mind you, we were in, in a relationship. Okay, so my friends, they did something really nice for me. They threw me like this, um, like a get together, right? And we ended up going out to the club to tower mm. after. Guess who I see there on my birthday? Him. And you know what he did? What's up? Yeah, I was going to say. And yeah. that was what I got for my birthday from my boyfriend. And I settled for eight years with that. And now I am so much happier. And I went to Vaughn's <laughs> and made that steak for myself. And the whole moral of the story is that if you feel like you're settling and you're unhappy and you feel, uh, what is it, undervalued and unappreciated, stop settling. Do what you have to do and you know make yourself happy that's definitely easier when you don't have kids because i feel like when you have kids it's kind of like well i had a child and i left easier said uh, than done well it took trust me it took a lot you Mm -hmm. know it wasn't it wasn't easy but i mentally left and once you mentally leave you can physically leave yeah it may take some time i'm just saying you know life is too short and either like try and find happiness on your own or try to find happiness with someone else. Cause if you've already had shit, I can guarantee you're going to find something else better than that. Uh, that's a very good point. Yeah. Um, I'm, so I'm glad you ended up bringing this up cause I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. My first thinking when I hear this is I really like, I don't want to sit here and call all the guys assholes, but it seems like the majority, cause I feel like there are probably dudes in our family, maybe guys that are really close to us that may have forgotten certain holidays in their past so i don't want to just label any guy who forgets an ass or forgets an, forgets an asshole forgets an holiday as an asshole however i believe once you have a kid with the woman or once you are to the point where you guys are living together i mm-hmm. think things have gotten pretty serious at that mm-hmm. point it, you 
kind of have to take it upon yourself to kind of remember those things. Not that it makes or breaks you as a bad person or a good person. However, I think just it, we almost kind of have to like rewire our brains as men once we get into relationships because it's not just about us anymore. I think a lot of times when dudes get in relationships, we forget like, oh shit, like we actually have to like put in some effort for things that like don't matter to us. Like, for example, as dudes, I know me, I'll use me and your dad, for example, we aren't the most, uh, what's the, like, head, like, head over heels about certain holidays for our birthdays, example. We're okay. never, we're not the type to be like, oh, it's our birthday coming up, whereas women, they're going to tell you it's their birthday for the whole month or for the whole week. As dudes, we have to realize that and kind of come to grips with the fact that sure even though we may not care about our birthdays we have somebody who cares about us mm -hmm. who cares about their birthdays mm -hmm. so we kind of have to what is it compromise with certain things and see hold on see i feel like that's so like we have to compromise well, the reason why i use a word I'll, I'll tell you why i don't look at it as a compromise but i'll tell you the reason why i look at, why i say the word compromise is because dudes look at it as a compromise and and you may see that you may see that that's as like horrible well, no, no no think about it like this i don't personally think it's anything i just think it's just the way we think i don't think it's fair to get mad at a guy because he doesn't necessarily put that much value on holidays or even birthdays for that matter and we shouldn't start automatically start to judge our men based off of like com in comparing them to their women because a lot of times women just inherently or innately care about things yeah, a lot more mm -hmm. than men, and, and that wouldn't be fair to be like, oh, all men are dicks or all men are assholes because they don't care as much as women. That's just that's just the way dudes are. I think it becomes a problem when you almost habitually forget, or you okay. or you purposely really don't like yeah. want to care. Uh -huh. That's a little bit different. Like if you know, like for example, I had for I think I had forgotten it was Mother's Day until about two weeks before. <laughs> That doesn't inherently make me a bad person of no. me just forgetting about Mother's Day, but the moment I remember it's Mother's Day and I don't do anything like about it, then I think it's then you start creeping into like okay maybe he just doesn't care maybe he's an asshole because as 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 like I said as a person I may not see like if it was Father's Day if I was a dad I wouldn't be like oh yeah you better get me something for Father's Day. However, I just me living twenty three years on Earth I know women appreciate. Stuff like gifts and I know men. I know men, well, men do, do too, too, but, but more so yes, women. Yes, yes, and that's yes. Why, that's why I'm using both as examples because you. If I was a dad, I could say, "Look, you don't have to do anything for me for Father's Day," but then I wouldn't automatically put that same expectation on women. I wouldn't put that expectation on moms. Be like, "Well, if I don't want anything, why should you want anything?" And I think that's mm. a lot of times. I think dudes do that where they look at it as, "Well, if I don't care about, it, why should you?" And I, I would ha probably assume that a lot of these dudes that are mm -hmm. in the comments the wives of these dudes probably think of something similar if, if it's not why sh if i don't care about why should you it's it's probably they just didn't think about it at all but um you know what i think what i really think it is i think that when you're dating somebody or when you're getting to know someone before the relationship really becomes exclusive mm -hmm. i think it's really pertinent very vital very important to establish what each other's love languages yeah. are. Yeah. And that's something that I had never even heard of that term until Literally, this past yeah, I year. Say me too, I which didn't is even a good term. That's yes, a good term. it is a good but term. Let me ask you this, not to even cut you off. Usually when we get in these relationships, we're young, right? So how often is the communication even at the level and of someone? Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. that's a lot that's of the another thing. That's a lot of the issue here is when you just 
when young people are in relationships, the, there's such a lack of communication. Mm-hmm. Not even on purpose. I just think because we're so young that yeah, we're we just don't so even young. Realize yeah, yeah. That the communication needs to be there, but I think there's such a lack of communication that we're just kind of left assuming. And a lot of you heard the saying, "An ass assuming makes an ass out of mm-hmm. you and me." And I think that's literally the case with a lot of people in relationships. When we're left to assume, we kind of just make the ass out of each other. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. once you get older, that's where that communication becomes a lot more important. But when we're young, I mean, we don't. I don't think it even occurs to us to make sure our partner is inf- in, is informed about everything we do. Yeah. I think um, as we get older, it's on us to realize that. And I think it's definitely not fair to – like let's say if – I'll use me for an example. Let's say if I had a situation with a woman when I was 19 mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, like Isaiah was this, this, and that. Like I don't think it's fair to continue to judge me. Well, if you're 19, well, I'm, I'm using that. I'm using right. myself as an example because there's some women that will be like, "Hey, I remember Isaiah when he was 19. He was this, this, or that," and they will still have that same image of you as, let's say, a 23 year old or a 25 year old, assuming that you're not the type of person to evolve as a man. I think if if the only reason why it would be okay to keep judging you is if you hadn't changed whatsoever, and you're now 27, 28, but and you're still making those same but mistakes. But when there's that lack of communication when there's that lack of communication that other person doesn't know if you change or not. So they're just forced to go off the image they had of you previously. That's what I'm more of just what I'm getting at is I don't think it's necessarily fair to, let's say if you had a situation, like I said, when you were younger to still think that person is the same exact way. I think you just kind of let things play out. And mm-hmm. if that person again shows you that they don't really like that, there aren't really uh, incentivized to really make a change, then okay, that I think then it's fair to kind of, still hold that same judgment but i feel like if you necessarily haven't gotten opportunity to show like if these dudes mm-hmm. <coughs> if all these dudes were 19 like mm-hmm. if literally all these guys were 19 20 21 22 23 and they were getting judged as bad fathers or bad significant others because they forgot something i'd be like okay let's pump the brakes because they still have a lot more t- room to grow and but what if, if it's 10 years later that's what yeah we'll if you're 30 years old and you're still then yeah. that's a problem what i was going to originally say before we even got into the whole dynamic team men and women are these women that are with these men, are they, like, are they, c- like, continually, like, convincing themselves, like, these dudes are going to change? Or, like, mean, that's such an excellent <laughs> point that you bring up. I think what it is, too, is that women, and I know all about this, that's why I stayed for so long, because I kept telling myself, you know what, if, the, if we, as we get older this person will change it's not gonna happen and i think that comes <laughs> from like the woman really like being in like interested in that guy because i'm thinking like no, and see i don't even know if if it's that the women's interested and in this guy i think it's more so the woman and i'm not speaking for all women here this is just speaking generally and for myself i think what it is is that the woman is so wrapped up in this idea mm. it's because she already sees how the guy is she knows in the back of her mind this guy isn't going to change, but she it's the idea of what they could be, of how this guy could be. But the thing is, is that the woman needs to realize that the man has already shown his true colors so many times and that it's 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 she's just wrapped up in the idea of what could be. Then maybe let me rephrase that. I think these women are so interested in the idea yes. that they aren't willing to – just let, uh, let go or yeah let things I, I be i swear to god as i've gotten older i've realized that it seems that 
the more a person is less built for a relationship, like the person that most likely wants to be single always finds himself in a relationship <laughs> and yeah. always finds himself like not relationship trauma but the relationship problem relationship drama but they'll always find themselves in a situation with the other person on the flip side of that the person who's stable and the person that is usually like a good partner <laughs> usually ends up alone and i don't know <laughs> and i think though it's because that person knows what they will and will not put up with that person knows what they're worth what they want versus the other one who's all over the place they're just kind of like well fuck it if they were so stable they would know that hey maybe i need to work on myself so that way i don't repeat the same yeah. mistake yeah. but because they're not coherent they're not thinking straight that's why they're like okay whatever that is that that probably is more likely true it just puts me in a position where it's like damn it it makes me think that like there's no hope for you well, not even necessarily <laughs> hope for me but just hope for people that are actually mindful like, mm. it, it makes me think that, like, damn, you're probably better off just being a straight-up, like, just douchebag, and you're, you'll are you probably, like, fall into a situation with somebody. Yeah, but then you know that you won't be happy. Like, maybe you'll be happy temporarily, but that's not real. So there's going to be two miserable people. Yeah, but yeah. usually the miserable people do always do something to stay with that in that relationship, so they can't be that and miserable. And then they end up killing each other because <laughs> or they pregnant. really, yeah, or getting pregnant. Um, wow, what a what an interesting conversation. Yeah. Really quickly, um, I just want to end this with saying, um, what the hell is going on in Israel? Mm. Um, so Zions. right, I guess they're taking over. So from what I understand and my understandment, understanding, understandment. Sorry, it's very limited because this is something this is an ongoing problem in the Middle East that has been going on since before you and I were born. And I haven't done all of my research, so I didn't even really want to speak on it because I don't really know all of it anyway. So from my understanding is that the Palestinians are being forced out of their homes. I believe the government that is. That is uh, ruling them. I believe there is uh, corruption in the government. I believe that what the Palestinians are either trying to, um, what's the word, uh, protest against that, or they're just trying Cor- to fight back against an oppressive government, and the right. government is just straight up killing all the civilians. Well, and so we don't want to say killing all of the civilians because well, I that's what they're actually doing. Well, I thought all the like majority of Palestinians were dying from the government. Um, I thought it was like literally everybody. Okay, so. And just keep in mind, this has been going on, I remember, before I was born, but I remember hearing about this in high school. Right, yeah, this has yeah. been going on for a long time, yeah. for years. Um, so I don't know if that's the correct um, verbiage <laughs> we want to use, because we don't know who's yeah. who's listening. What, Palestinian <laughs> government or, <laughs> or Israeli, Israeli if Netanyahu, who's the prime minister, we don't know if he's listening. He has close ties with the United you're States. Right, right, um, right. That's why I'm like, oh, I don't know what I want to say. Um, <laughs> bring up the entire subject, though. <laughs> no. Um, but what I'm, I, from my understanding, like I said, is that um, the Israeli government, they're kicking these Palestinians out of their homes. I believe these Palestinians live in mm. Israel. And obviously, if they're being kicked out of their home, I mean, it, I feel like it's only natural to fight back, right? So um, I think that's what's going on. And so Hamas, which from what I'm reading in the media, is a terrorist group. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but they – they I don't know who's – I got you picked <laughs> such a conver- con- controversial subject to talk about and, like, try and talk about it in the least <laughs> controversial way possible. Um, so I don't know 
Um, fact, I don't know anything. About <laughs> <it>. like, <laughs> yeah. like, Look, you know, I don't now. know. All I know is that they're throwing rockets at each other. Oh, wow. I don't know who went first. I don't know what. All I know is that they're not backing down. And Israel said this is only the beginning. Okay. So I really hope to God um, that there's no nukes thrown at each yeah, other because yeah, that yeah. affects this entire yeah, planet. And yeah. I think if we've learned um, anything from COVID, it's that uh, we're all affected um, by stuff. So let's not, you know, I, I hope that is. But w- what I will say, though, what I found a bit um, peculiar is just that um, for um, um, Israel being, you know, what is it like the holy country? Mm, um, mm. I find it um, ironic a, or a bit hypocritical yeah, yeah. that this is happening and both civilians on both sides have been killed. You know, it's, you know, people on both sides are dying. Um, so I'm not sure. I don't wrong. know. Just the exact same people would say the same exact thing about America. Right. They would say America presents itself as holy as right. the land of freedom, but then we'll go to a country like Syria and we'll just drone strike them to death. Right. It's, it's, I think just with war, there's the, um, always going to be the, the oxymoron that always covers war because it's a situation where as humans, we've come so far t- to the point where there should be just an expectation of peace among us. However, with war, obviously, you can't expect any sort of peace with a war that's literally designed to kill people. Right. Uh, so um, I really, I, you know, for the sake of everybody, I mean, look, th- these are all rockets. Um, hopefully, yeah. you know, um, this ends quickly before any more people are hurt because and of course who always dies in war innocent children you know children have been killed and there's people who are like just in their homes like this Mm -hmm. and these rockets are going off all around them that's pretty traumatic pretty frightening yeah Um, imagine what we don't see and imagine mm -hmm. the places in the world that don't get media coverage that maybe are going through similar sort of Mm -hmm. uh, tragic events i'm sure there's a lot of bullshit that goes on in the world that definitely america doesn't cover and i'm sure a lot of uh slavery a lot of torture a lot right of the most evil things we can think of go on in the world that don't get covered for and it doesn't seem like anyone is really um covering it well you know what the coverage i think it, it there should be way more coverage it I, doesn't it, seem like now there this is this is where conspiracy hats mm. definitely come on if, if you really want to make a uh, um far-fetched throw here a far-fetched take it would be the American media is not covering it because they're either in bed with the state of Israel or they're – you see what I'm trying to say here? So I, I – And I think that may um, – that may be – yeah, that perhaps. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think as this might be our last episode. What was that? That might be our last episode before the <laughs> – Don't <laughs> say that. The Don't <laughs> – Hears this um, and gets in line with the <laughs> Israeli government. I was gonna say though, um, it, to me, it doesn't seem like anyone's really intervening. Maybe nobody should because they should let. Well, them who would intervene? The United States, but I don't think the United States. I don't think there. It's in, in their best interest yeah, to intervene in anything so that Israel does. I I don't know. Maybe some sort of European ally, perhaps. Or maybe um, we just need Dennis Rodman to go over to <laughs> Israel and sit down once he sat down with Kim Jong Un. Uh, right. Let's talk about a war going on on a much smaller scale before okay. we end this. All right. So it's going to be uh, taking place out of Chicago. Do you have any uh, guess who you think it might be? Lori Lightfoot <laughs> and the civilians. Uh, a thousand feral cats unleashed on the rats of Chicago to fight the uh, rat problem. 
So hey, I mean, if you want to talk about the yin and yang in life, there you go. Before right. Before I ask who you have in the battle, I'll give some uh, background. Uh, in its fight against an urban rodent infestation, a Chicago animal shelter has unleashed a thousand feral cats onto the streets in the last decade. The tree. In the last decade. Oh. Yes. The, okay. The tree uh-huh. house humane society started combating the rats with wildcats in 2012 with its Cats at Work program, WGN reported. Quote, we've had a lot of our clients tell us that before they had cats, they would step outside their house and rats would actually <gasps> run across their feet. Oh, it really? In yes, Chicago? Yes. I, I, I mean, it's not too surprising just because I think highly populated cities like Chicago and New York, I think they're going to have Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, rats. yeah. Uh, oh the shelter goodness. rescue cats and some that would never become pets because they are too wild and maybe have lions over there. Uh, are neutered and spayed and then returned to roam the streets. Cats are placed, quote, cats are placed two or three at a time into residential or commercial settings in order to provide environmentally friendly rodent control, the shelter said. (coughs) Property and business owners provide food, water, and shelter and wellness to create to the cats who work for them. Not a paycheck, though. In most (coughs) cases, our cats at work become beloved members of a family or team, and some even have their own Instagram pages, so go follow those cats. Uh, oh my actually god actually there is a name treehouse humanes so there is okay followers on instagram uh the cat <laughs> the cats typically do not eat rats when the cats are introduced to a new area they will occasionally kill them when they first arrive their presence becomes a deterrent for them exactly uh they'll take off or something the just go to another location <laughs> like New York. another su- suburb okay uh, they actually are deterring them with their pheromones they said that's enough to keep rats away. i didn't even know that was possible I didn't even know cats give off pheromones, I guess. Okay, yeah. Uh, That's really interesting. Chicago was considered the rattiest city in America for (laughs) six years in a row by extermination company Orkin. Shout out to Orkin. Send him a promo code WYT at checkout. Get 30% off roach. (laughs) Residents interested in a feral cat can apply for them online. So if you want a feral cat, you can apply for one. Uh, Just come here. I mean, they're all over the place. They're always dead right there on Orange. Or, yeah, so, and orange, they're always dead. They're ran over. Uh, who are you taking in this? Bum war? cat. Or not bum cat. Orange cat. Orange cat. Over yeah. all the thousands of rats, you think he can take all? Oh. Or you think you put him in the group with the cats from in the Chicago? You know, I have faith in orange cat because if you just starve him out enough, he knows what to do. Okay. Um, and last week, I forgot to take a picture. I came home. There was a freaking dead, a little not a baby bird, but it was little, a bird that he left on the on the porch. He was showing you how yeah. And you know what? Um, yeah, he doesn't eat them. He kills them. So He's showing his value as a cat. Right, so right. He's pretty valuable. Right. I, I would like w- see where he stacks up against other Fresno <laughs> cats and see how, <laughs> see how well, he compares. I wish he would do it more. You know, I wish he would do his job a little bit more, maybe, but he's uh, so damn spoiled. Give him some, like, you got maybe, uh, like I'll entice him like somehow. I'll leave you if you don't <laughs> put more dead cats on my, or dead rats or birds on the front porch. I'll leave you. Um, you know what? That just goes back though to the cycle of life, right? I mean, kill or be uh, killed, right? You wake up one day, you're in a shelter. Next day, you're literally fighting the streets of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that rats. actually is a cool job. Do you yeah, think they get yeah. put back into their? No, I think once they're spayed and neutered, I think they're just out on the street. Oh, so they, they, oh, they catch oh. him, they oh, fix see, him. that's and they smart. At least they're taking care of him so they yeah. don't repopulate. And then the, the, the owners of the certain stores that are in that area, they'll feed them, they'll give them water, and they'll give them certain things so they can actually have a decent life. Yeah, not just street that's cats. That's smart. Okay, yeah. interesting. Uh, I like that idea. Yeah, shut up. So Chicago. what about um, 
I mean, what would so you know how shit? Where is it? I don't know. We'll just say Iowa. I don't know mm. if this is true, but it's a, a a certain state where there's that overpopulation of the wild hogs, and mm. I've seen it. I think it was on Joe Rogan, or I saw it somewhere. But they get into the their farms ha- and they shoot. Mm. They kill the the wild hogs because yes, yes. they they eat all the produce or whatever on these farms. So what would be a good substitute for, for hogs? For hogs, instead of humans, what do you think could kill these hogs? I think you bring the cast of wild hogs. You let them interact with the ho- actual wild hogs and show the wild hogs like this is how you're supposed to act. Like you're supposed to get leather on jackets a on a motorcycle. I think that we'll just bring the wild hogs out of the, wherever forest land. They'll bring them on the roads and then just live in peace right there. I personally don't know what the wild ho- like a wild hog's main predator is. I believe in the movie it was just women. I believe Selma Hayek is one of the main predators. I don't think she was in that movie. I could, see, I could see her somehow being in that movie. No, it's that freaking robot, that, that police officer. Remember how he, he – you in know? Wild Hogs yeah. where he's, like, making all, like, these sexual The gay officer? Yeah, yeah think, it's uh, him. That's the dude from Scrubs, I think. Yes. The, What's his name? I don't know his name, but he plays, like, an asshole, like, surgeon. Yes, like, he yeah. He like, heart of gold. He had, like, a family and a son. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, no man has actual <laughs> article. Uh, do you have any get outs before we wrap this thing on up? Um, I – not that I can think of. Off the top of my head, yeah, I have a get out to the people who are uh, causing, the me- causing the members of uh, the Asian community any sort of harm. I would say get out to those because I'm, as the weeks go by, I'm starting to see more and more. More and more. And more. So, yes, uh, get um, out to those individuals. That I – I don't know. I mean, that the uh, to me, I could be wrong, but from a lot of the footage I've seen, it looks like um, black on Asian yeah, crime. Yeah, I could yeah. be wrong, no, I, that, yeah, but yeah. Um, it just seems like it's a repeat from um, it's definitely the everyone. 80s. But from the videos I have seen, it's been yes. a lot of black. So videos. I don't know if that's what the media wants us to see. It maybe could be that. I mean, or it could be a situation where they're just like the two in the area together. Yeah. Like, if you were to be in Fresno, you maybe wouldn't see as many blacks. You'd maybe see Mexicans and Asians. Mm, per- yeah, but yeah. So I think maybe just the area that yeah. those videos are being taken, there's maybe just a highly population of black people. But regardless. Yeah. Regardless, it's people. Yeah, yeah people, people are disgusting. People. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, if you're doing that to especially elderly mm-hmm. people, you're yeah. obviously a punk and a coward. And, yeah, you have really no place in society. Mm-hmm. Hence the uh, get out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next uh, Wednesday. Uh, everybody enjoy your guys' rest of your day. Um, yeah, nigga. The off-season. The off-season, nigga. We off a nigga. Fuck this. Off a nigga. Uh. Applying pressure, starting my crime with crime festers. And now it's showing like they in they second trimesters. That's why when niggas throw a shot or two online, I pay no mind to their benign gestures. Nigga, please, I got my mind on much bigger things to say the least. My latest speeches sound like they was released by David East. Versus hit hard, never pitched hard or played the streets. These niggas whips hard, behind closed doors, can't pay the lease. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with living check to check, cause most have to. Instead of capping, why don't you talk about being a broke rapper? That's a perspective I respect.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.